G here. We're going to kick off the uh, 9 o'clock hour with WGN Radio's very own sports reporter, Mark Carmen. Elite yes. guest. Elite guest Rah. alert. Big time guest Ooh. in studio. How do you like that? Is that sounds very good was that sporty really yeah it was uh, <laughs> i feel like you're in lieu of getting to go to a baseball game most likely this summer g that was oh. a top-notch effort. where's my beer and hot dog that's all i want and my helmet full of nachos you well, know i go for the well i I, mean, I love the i love the game i go for the love of the game but i i really go for the snacks i may stop at portillo's on the way home tonight and drink a beer when i get home that's all at Port- least within the remote realm of possibility. Portillo's hot dogs are amazing, but when I go to Portillo's, then I crave the chopped salad. The salad with pasta in it. Who's How ever can you cra- make... Who's ever craved oh. that at Portillo's? Really? Listen, please call 312-981-7200 if you love that salad. Trust me. That... A salad can, with with at Portillo's with what'd you say there's noodles? There's pasta. There's, there's pasta. pasta in it. Okay. P- little pasta noodles. Is chicken. Tiniest ones. Yeah. I, I do like those little circular. Yes. Pasta. Yes. Okay. I know what you're talking about. So then you get a little helping of pasta in the salad. Do you get that with anything else? <laughs> do, you get, do you get a beef? Um, it's okay well, if you don't. Maybe I should just do that. It'd be no, a lot better I, for me. No, no. I get the hot dog and the salad. Okay. There you go. And the cake. And shake. the chocolate. When the yeah. chocolate cake. So. Oh, yeah. It's a winner. Okay. Um, but I, that's not why I'm here. What's, no, you're here. here. You are here because you are going to um, download everything that's happening with sports into my mind. Well, it's a huge day today. 60, yes. 60 game baseball season. Uh, both the Cubs and Sox. Well, first of all, they're going to play each other six times this year. How so cool is that? It's gr- it's great. And if you do the math six times into a 60-game season, that's 10% of the games. Are and Cubs don't were- look at me for the math part. I, well, I, I got you on that one. <laughs> but, so, but I also like that the Cubs and Sox, if we can get there, and there's a huge if there, but if we get to the end of the year, they both could very well be in playoff contention, and they play the last three games of the season against each other. Now I just got a little unexcited in my mind because I'm, I was imagining what an amazing atmosphere that would be if the Cubs and Sox were battling it out mm-hmm. for the playoffs, but there won't in all likelihood be anybody there, or maybe it'll be 20%, I don't know. So, Because they're still thinking about potentially there could be... Some fans that are allowed in. I mean, I guess, but you know, Lori Lightfoot's popping up around the city, at, <laughs> you know, on the lakefront <laughs> and different places. So I don't know if we're going to get there, especially the way things, you know, look do like not are make trending her... right now. Yeah, you don't want to mess with Lori Lightfoot. No, absolutely right. not. Um, okay, but how exciting is it that they'll play each other? As you said, with your incredible math, ten percent of the games. So normally it would be six games in one sixty-two. So I mean, that's uh, a huge uptick. And mm-hmm. but reg- regardless of any of that. The White Sox have a ton of talent. I'm extremely interested to see how that's going to go. The Cubs are still very much, uh, you know, they, they run out a lot of all-stars all over the field. So people who are writing off the Cubs, I think you're silly to do that. The pitching does look a little bit thin. And I was, you know, got to host a bunch last week, G, and I was asking the question, like, Jose Quintana, their stud left-hander, mm-hmm. well, him and John Lester, but uh, they, they're counting on Quintana a ton this year. And he gets injured washing the dishes. Is that 
Well, one, I was very impressed that he was washing the dishes. I have to be honest. So you believe that he was washing the dishes. See, I was wondering... Oh, to- see, I'm not a conspiracy theorist like you. I believe people when they tell me that they were doing what they say they were doing. He, see, was, he was probably washing the dishes. One, but- I'm impressed because, I mean, multi-millions of dollars and he's washing the dishes. I have... That's great. I like to wash the dishes. I don't make. You're a multimillionaire. Yeah, I'm not. That's a good point, Chief. <laughs> but yeah, I, I think washing the dishes is like a nice cathartic. Well, you're... you probably wear the gloves the, no, when you wash the dishes no. to protect the <laughs> protect your hands. Right. No, I. I probably, maybe I should. These are, these are very. If he had the gloves on, it would have protected him. That's well, maybe I guess it would. He would have had another those layer rubber there. dishwashing gloves. Right, yeah, and right. they help your skin not get so chapped from all the dishwater. I mean, he sliced it all the way down to the nerve. That's Oof. not. That's 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 not good. The the other big news with the White Sox here, if you know, as you were just we were just talking off the air, is you've got two guys uh, who they're not naming who tested positive for COVID nineteen. And Yohan Moncada, who is uh, one of their, the, you know, one of the best players on the team, and played an incredible third base, and his uh, his offensive numbers were phenomenal last year, was not at the workout today. The White Sox are we're not saying why, so we don't know. But it, you know, kind of. I mean, can't you figure it out? It makes you wonder, right? And, I mean, you're a sleuth. Well, I thank you. I think I. This, I mean. Sure, I'm a sleuth. I don't know. If I'm... On top of being a full-time journalist, right? So that's you know that that's interesting, and also baseball players are expressing a lot of concern here. Chris okay. Bryant's been with the Cubs for a week. He's been tested once, and it took with the time it took for it to turn around. It took a total of nine days to find out what happened. They don't have faster. T- I would Not assume yet. they would have the rapid. Not yet. Now that's all supposedly going to be there but these guys are and he just had a baby right chris bryant just had a baby mike trout the best player in baseball who has a 430 million dollar contract you know over a ton of years but you know his wife is due in august does he want to put himself in the middle of this he's debating it and they're running they're showing him running around the bases and, and, and you know in a scrimmage and he's wearing a mask while playing, mm-hmm. not uh, you know that's that's a guy who's taking a lot of precaution right there. But you you got to think about it. If he's at the plate hitting, the catcher standing you know sitting right next to him, and we get all the way to a real game, there's going to be an umpire there too. So that's three people all within six feet, and then there's the whole thing of touching the baseball. But I guess we're you know we're learning that that's not as dangerous as breathing in the droplets. But, well, but guys are concerned. Still a lot to figure out, basically, is what you're telling me. Yeah. This is not for sure. I mean, you know, it's well, a lot of the technicalities. Oh, yeah. More coming up okay. with Mark Garvin. Continuing our conversation with WGN Radio's very own Mark Carmen, sports reporter extraordinaire giving us the uh, download on all the sports news and everything that's trending as well. So basically, you just told us how difficult this is really going to be to get baseball in action, really. It's interesting to me, G, that the guys that are in there and and stand to benefit the most, at least financially, they seem to be the most concerned. Okay. So... 
And of these, course, these, not just for themselves, but for their families right, and for, all that. For their family. And look, they've worked their whole life to do this. Right, and they only get to do it for a certain amount of years. Even in a short season of sixty games, you would think they'd be just absolutely dying to get out there. Because when it's one thing to be doing it every day, and then you get a little tired, and then okay, fine, I'm hurt, I'm, I missed two weeks, and then they then they come back like, oh, I really missed the game. Mm-hmm. These guys are missing the game for sure, but they're also, I guess, valuing being healthy and seeing and seeing some scary stories out there. Freddie Freeman of the Braves got it, and he's telling his teammates, "Hey, man." I'm not feeling great. This is not fun. And yeah. there's a million stories out there. I mean, everyone's heard them by this point. And guys don't want to get it. I get I, I get it. I mean, you get a little complacent when you hear about the asymptomatic people or people who have, you know, have it and they recover pretty easily. But then those stories of people that are young and seemingly healthy and you hear their horror stories of how painful and, and uncomfortable and hard, how hard it is to breathe how sick they are for how long, and then you're like, oh boy, I really don't want this. Right. I woke up on Sunday morning, and I the first thing I do is on any morning, really, is check Twitter, because what else would you do when, <laughs> when you first wake up? And I just see this thread of, you know, 15 tweets of a woman who's had it mm-hmm. for three months, and it hasn't gone away. And she, But one, it's gone away a little bit. She thinks she's getting better, and then the next day it goes back the other way. And it's and you read it, it's like, and then all of a sudden, you, for me, I don't know about you, G, when I'm watching the news or when, or when I start reading that stuff, then I start feeling sick. Oh, absolutely. And right? I mean, and then every every little, you know, you have a scratchy throat. You have a little bit of a runny nose. You're like, is this a dry cough? Is this what kind? You're, you're worried about yourself. And, and, you know, this isn't sports, but you heard about the Broadway star Nick Cordero. Yeah. And he was young. Healthy, you know, 41 years old. Are you kidding me? And then he had to have the leg amputated. He was in the hospital for that long. Like, it's it's frightening. No, I was was following the saga and he was going on forever and his wife was so positive and trying to get him through. I'm like, man, it's just incredible what this guy's going through. It's good that you bring it around to that perspective when it comes to the sports. uh, You know, when you we're talking about the baseball players and, you know, they're getting paid a ton of money and sometimes you get lost in the whole, like, oh, they're getting paid so much money. Like, you know, but then you bring it back around to they want to play too they're missing out on games right this is how um they have to weigh this they are truly scared for their health and for their families right and we don't know the long-term effects and if you're an athlete and and you get it what does that look like for your lungs going forward there's that and it's not just the baseball players nba Mm -hmm. trying to come back to orlando a bunch of training camps have been, or just workouts in the team facilities have been closed. The Bucks, the Sacramento Kings. Uh, Shouldn't they come to Chicago, like a non-hotspot state? Wouldn't that be a nice hub? Well, that's that's the other thing. Do we, you know, do we want everybody coming here? <laughs> True. I, okay. I, I don't. Really I see think, your point too. I don't think we really do. I, I was people, thinking about the economy, but <laughs> right, Lori Lightfoot, lover, but uh, you know, she's she's getting all excited about having the NHL bubble here, which didn't end up happening. By the way, nine more NHL players tested positive for COVID nineteen. Right, and and that part. You know, that's a sport that seems pretty hard to do. You're wearing all that equipment and all that, you know, your guys are up close and personal checking into the boards. And, I mean, football, the same thing. So I and and basketball's tough too. I mean, I I just don't, I don't know if, how we're going to be able to do all this. But then at the same point, obviously, God willing, we're going to have a vaccine. But then at the same time, when you talk to the health professionals, that can take years. Right. Too. And we keep hearing that by the end of the year, hopefully we'll have a vaccine, which I hope we do. But that's still the end of the year. So that's a, that's after the baseball season, after the basketball season. We're, we're into the next seasons. So, uh, look, 
a lot of money out there, a lot, and there's also a lot of desire to do it. And people certainly want to watch it. I want to watch it, cover it, all of it. But I don't know. Each, each, every day that goes by, it seems more tenuous to me. Okay. Well, I appreciate your insight on that. Let's move on to some of the other trending sports uh, news. Of course, this has been an ongoing conversation. Not the first time in our history that um, professional sports teams are being asked to look at their names. Not only professional sports teams, but you know, we even had Lane Tech uh, sure. reconsidering their mascot as well. By the way, the high school that I went to, which was not in Illinois, our mascot was uh, a Native American. What was the high school? Well, it's you wouldn't know it. It's in North Carolina. Did they change the name? Um, no, they didn't. But I, maybe they're considering it now. But it was a, a Native American warrior. It was called the Warriors, and you had the big um, feather head headdress. Yeah. So, yeah. So Cleveland Indians are actually, you know, thinking about it, right? Cleveland Indians, the Washington Redskins, it, the, Washington, you know. Is has been at the front because of their name being considered, uh, or not even considered, being a racial slur and derogatory, right? Mm-hmm. So, but their owner—it's just interesting. Dan Snyder has said for years that he would never do it, and now it seems like he's going to make the change. To uh, to what I don't know, but because of the conversations that have been happening right now it's it was bound to you know make its make its way to the NFL in this form so look uh and i i get it there's you know, there's there's a lot that goes into it right so if they, what so what they change the name what does that really mean what does that really do people like to have that conversation and who is it really offending like there are native americans who uh, who will say that it doesn't really bother them because it it they look at it like it's it's some level of uh respect or they they, they like they've just appreciated the fact that there's um you know, you're, they're getting named. I guess I, I, I'm not exactly sure, but they've done a lot of. There's been a lot of polls on this, and people are like, see, Native Americans don't really care, but then there are plenty that do. Uh, I always look at it like this. Gee, I'm sorry, this is really. And you're giving word. no, no, you're giving both sides of the argument there, yeah. just in case. Yeah, well, and I, I just look at it like this: if they change the name, and you're a Washington football fan, are you no longer a Washington football fan? Of course you're not. Of course you, st- of course you still are. You're always going to love your team. Mm-hmm. The name will change. You're still root from the same. Uh, so I, I don't. I, I think the na- that there is going to be a name change there and in Cleveland. The Indians. Uh, it was more their mascot, Chief Wahoo, who which was the most offensive part. And the Indians got rid of Chief Wahoo at least on their uniform. It still gets sold in in, in their gift shops, but they got rid of it on the uniform in 2018. And so now it looks like they're going to change the name. Uh, I would assume by the start of next season. Well, we've been talking about professional sports, but high school sports have now been cleared to resume as of Monday today under specific guidelines from the Illinois High School Association. They say fall sports will be allowed under the Phase 4 plan. Of course, I'm guessing a lot of the same worries, right? Yeah, and it's, I just found that story very interesting. Do we know that we're going to have kids in school in the fall? Because that seems like it's still up in the air. So how do we know we're going to be yeah. able to have sports? Again, I get the desire, and for a high school kid too, like these are the four years you get to do it. Mm-hmm. And if you're a senior going in this year, you really, really want to play on the football team, basketball team, volleyball team, whatever team it is. But you also don't want to bring that home to mom and dad or 
grandma, grandma yeah so there's I, I that's what they're saying today but I, I wouldn't you know i don't think that's being written in stone yeah well that makes sense especially with uh, sort of cps in, in terms of the city i'm not um you know just here in the city it's like cps says one thing the union says one thing teachers say one thing so we'll see is it amazing how things can change <laughs> so rapidly like think about where we were at last year last year at this time going to cubs games going to Sox games Interview for me, like interviewing players face to face, it was not. You never thought, but you probably also didn't think that when there were actually no sports being played, that you would be as busy as you have been. Yeah, sure. Because there's still so much to report on. That's true, but it's also but it's just amazing how things can just, just like nothing, mm-hmm. go back to March. All of a sudden. The whole world's going to change in, a, in literally a blink of an eye, basically. I can't wait for baseball to come back because, uh, well, I enjoy watching baseball. I love actually watching hockey. Hockey's like my favorite sport to watch because just the speed and as an un, as a physically uncoordinated person to watch somebody glide across the ice with that amount of speed, to be able to keep their eye on such a tiny little puck that goes so fast. It feels like it's going like a thousand miles per hour from one direction to another. It's like pew, pew, pew. Like all of, I don't even know what's happening. I don't know how the camera guy keeps up with the puck. I don't I'm impressed r- by the camera person. Yeah, he is impressive. I don't want to be rude here, but uh, or, or just uh-huh. how uncoordinated are we talking? I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't believe you're that uncoordinated. I G. grew up very nerdy. I was not. Uh, I wanted to play sports. I really did, but I was nerdy. I had a knee injury very early on. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, <laughs> listen, you know. Anyway, but I am a right. spectator. But um, my can, can point. You make, can you make a layup? Basketball layup? I I don't know if it's technically a layup. No, okay, but you <laughs> like could, it has to hit the board, right, and then go, go in. Sure, why not? Okay, it doesn't have to hit the board. You well, could just shoot it right through if you want. All right. Well, no, I mean probably. Probably. It's been a while. Okay. Okay. <laughs> all right. Wait, I'm telling you that yeah. I'm ready for sports to come back because you know what I did this weekend? I watched a show on Netflix called Alone. Have you watched it? I have not. It's for, it's on the History Channel. It's called Alone, A-L-O-N-E. Okay. And it's a survivalist show. It's people that are dropped off with 10 items and they survive. You're telling me to go home in and the watch extreme, that? Yes, in the extreme environment that they're dropped off in. Jasmine's anyway. shaking her head. No, I'm actually very excited to go home and watch alone. It sounds amazing. I watched season six on Netflix and it was absolutely incredible. The person that won. He basically was a, the real life MacGyver. Oh, Anyway, that's, that's, that's off praise. topic. But I'm telling you that I'm watching shows like Alone when really I should be watching sports so oh, there we no. go. i'm glad tennis is back i watched tennis i did watch some tennis over the weekend i really enjoyed it it was it was I, that is i feel like the safest sport that there is right now mm-hmm. one person's on one side of the net the other's on the other we don't have to have a lot of people around let's play some tennis but are you playing but, in the senior league right I'm, now yeah, i'm playing in the senior league all over the place but that's the thing tennis guys are are are, are getting it novak Djokovic, tur- you know tested positive I know. of course he had a tour and he was around a million people. Right. But some of these guys are... I feel like he wasn't so careful about he it. Was and not. then he was apologetic. He's like, oh, I'm sorry. Well, and then another tennis guy, Alexander Zverev, who's mm-hmm. number seven in the in the world, told everybody that he was going to self-quarantine because he was around Novak. And then there's pictures three days later of him <laughs> oh, partying no. at bars. Oh, Come on, man. Not good. Come on, dude. Okay, everyone can listen to you on... I'll be here Saturday, 6 to 10. Andy Mazur's going to be with me for Sports Central. And uh, I'm in on Sunday, too.
uh, for Pete, one to five. Is Andy insufferable now that he's the uh, actual deemed the play-by-play guy? He's uh, I'm he, just he's just he's walking around with his shirt <laughs> off and he's just he's telling the, every. It says he's and then he's, the, I'm the man. He's the sweetest and most humble guy. Okay, thank you, Mark Carmen. Really appreciate your sports update. Thanks, G. Good to see you. In depth, I needed that. Thank you so much. I mean, because you know, knowledgeable. Thank you for that. Thanks, G.